0: Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jodi Harrison-Bauer. Jodi used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your
1: best life ever. Now, here is your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello everybody and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm your host Jody Harrison Bauer and I am so happy to have you here with me today. If you are a first-time listener, thank you for joining us. If you are here, then you are ready to be educated, empowered, entertained a little bit and inspired to live your most fearlessly authentic life. Because in my opinion, what are we here for, for not living our most fearlessly authentic life? It's not always easy. um, But I really think that we can strive to be that person who tries to do that every single day. I know that I always was a little scared to do that. But You know, the more we step into our truth and our power, the happier we actually are. So, I can't wait to introduce you to my guests today. So excited to finally have you ladies on the show after all this time. It's been like a year, I think, where we've been trying to like connect. So, I'm really excited about having these guests on my show. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. We have a five star rating. And you can find me anywhere on any of my social platforms at Jody Harrison Bauer, also on YouTube, so you can see what my beautiful guests look like. And that is about it. So we are going to get into the show right now. Thanks again for joining us today. Uh, No pressure, girls. There are over 100 countries listening to the show right now, so no pressure. Um, Today, I have sisters Joanna and Anissa Benedret. Did I say your last name right?
2: You said perfectly. You said it better, said it better
1: right. than we do. <laughs> it's a beautiful last name. They are well. Joanna is the founder of Days Off Bites, and I want—I would love for you to explain to everybody in your own words, Joanna, what how you founded this company and why it was important to you.
2: Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for having us, Jody. we my so pleasure here. This is actually our first podcast, so we're very excited. Yeah. We've only done Instagram lives up until now.
1: Uh, you are you're you'll be fine.
2: <laughs> thank you. And so yeah, so Anissa is my sister and my co-founder. Um, it's been a journey. And and I say that Anissa and I were just talking on the phone earlier um, about how we started, how how I came to really launch days off bites. Um, firstly, we grew up in a very healthy household. We were lucky to have a mom who always taught us about, you know, health and wellness and eating, you know, eating for energy and eating for fuel. Um, and then in in the end of college and the beginning of my career after graduating, someone very close to me got very sick. Um, and we didn't know what it was he had, we went on a whole journey of trying to find what it was he had, he had several autoimmune diseases, and it turned out to be chronic neurological Lyme disease, which I don't know if, if you're familiar with it. But for the audience, it's it's a disease that turns on every autoimmune disorder you're genetically predisposed to. And it's something that Western medicine alone can't cure. It's something that you have to turn to something called functional medicine.
1: Wait, I have a question for you. So it's Lyme disease, right? Which Lyme is an autoimmune disease. disease, but you get that from, am I right to think that you only get that from a tick?
2: Yes, you get it okay. from a tick. Okay. And the thing is some what happened to him or what we think happened is that he got a tick bite when he was younger, that that went undi you know it was left untreated. He probably never noticed it. Um, and then that's so scary. It's really scary, and it's something that I try to educate everyone on around me of always checking for ticks. Yeah. Um, because if it carries Lyme and you have it, if you find it immediately, then you can take you know a seven eight day course of antibiotics and kill it right away. Um, but if you don't like him, and it remains latent in you, then certain life stressors or or certain other autoimmune disorders can kind of like trigger it later on in life. And so for him, it was triggered, um, in the end of our college year. And, and with that came a host of other, um, co-infections and other autoimmune diseases that he just had latent in his, you know, in his genetic predisposition.
1: Um, and that's, that's crazy. I mean, you know, Lyme disease has been around. People have been talking about it for so long. I have a dog. I have a very she's a black dog, a short haired black dog. And I'm always nervous that I'm not going to see a tick on her. And she sleeps with us. So then I wonder, like, my husband has a lot of hair. I have a lot of hair. It's just, I, I you know, and especially living in the Northeast, we have a lot of ticks. So it is scary to think that that was never found on your friend. But yeah. who would have ever thought of it? Who would have ever thought about checking him for ticks, right?
2: Exactly. And even when you do check, oh. you say, like, it's hard, right? Like, you're have, you have right, right. Hard they're so tiny. Um, It it can be just be like a little speck on your body that you don't notice.
1: Yeah. They're gross. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, But so, so when we finally, you know, it was a functional medicine doctor that diagnosed finally what he had and functional medicine um, it's just about getting to the root issue of what's causing your symptoms. So usually you go to a doctor and you talk about your symptoms and then they give you like kind of a topical treatment, you know, an antibiotic or a band, what I call a band aid approach, Right. functional medicine doctor gets to the root issue of, you know, what's causing this and how do we tackle it from all dimensions? So using Western medicine, using, using Eastern medicine, and then a, a huge pillar of it is using food. Um, So changing your diet to optimize your health. So it's, I like to think of it as giving your body the best tools it needs to fight, you know, to fight what's harming it from within. Um, And, and food
1: is very powerful there. And, and, but your background isn't really, I mean, I know that you're an integrative coach, but your background is investing in. Um, businesses, food, in the food industry as as a venture capitalist, right?
2: Yeah. So this is where the journey, it's really funny. So my background was I graduated with a degree in entrepreneurship and business management, and I went straight into venture capital. And while I'm in VC, I'm industry agnostic, um, but I'm helping my friend along his health journey. So I start looking specifically at the health space, at the health tech and food tech space, investing in health and food tech companies. Um, And really on the sidelines, learning how important it is, especially in the U S like how there's a rising rate of autoimmune diseases, alarming rate. It was one in every three American citizens has one or two autoimmune diseases. Um, And also learning about how our health systems and our agricultural systems don't really support, you know, reversing that. Um, And so it's a passion of mine, long story short, while I'm in the VC space to to address this issue. It's like, how can we help people lead healthier lives? And for me, that means through the food we eat, because I'm looking at food companies on the VC end. And then, you know, on, on my end, I'm becoming an integrative nutritionist and I'm studying the science behind
1: food used as medicine and also as preventative medicine. So like to prevent disease. No, that's, a, I mean, that's a great background to get into what you were going to yeah. discuss. So Anissa, explain to me your background, explain to everybody listening how you got into this with your sister.
0: Yeah, sure. So I started, so I graduated from NYU with an economics degree. Um, I was always really into tech and. Um, And innovation, but somehow I ended up first in my first job at JP Morgan in the private bank. I was there for a couple of years. Then I was like, you know what, I need to go back into the tech space because I had uh, interned in tech companies. So I co-founded an e-commerce company that was actually based in London at the time. Um, That was focused on furniture and design. And I did that for like a few years um, until launch. And then I started to look very inward. And it's really, um, I guess, fitting that we're talking about authenticity. But I looked inward and I was like, what actually matters to me, um, because my career and what I'm going to be working on is going to take the majority of my hours in my life. So I want to put that into something that has a greater mission and that like actually means something to me that I feel like I can put myself into. Um, so I got really into sustainability and sustainability for the environment, Um, At the same time, when I started my career and like started, went into like this whole adult phase of my life, started working, I experienced a lot of gut health issues to a point where I um, could only eat like three foods that were hurting my stomach. Wow. And that was very shocking to me because I never had any food sensitivities until I was 22, 23 when I started
1: working. And And dealing with stress a lot of, a different kind of stress maybe. It
0: was probably associated with stress, but I had no idea at the time. So I started my whole journey of like trying to figure out what, what is causing this? And like, why am I even experiencing this? And then reading a lot about that. But then Joanna at the same time was figuring out like this whole food as medicine functional medicine thing so I was learning so much from her and from my own readings and because we're sisters and like best friends we're always talking about this and as she mentioned my mom is like super into self-educating on wellness too so all our conversations were about this mm-hmm. um food as I'm medicine it really,
1: I feel like I'm talking to my daughters but they are not intact at all, but I mean, it's so, it's so wonderful to see the way you were brought up with your mom and healthy, knowing that this is, that food is fuel. Food is going to make you feel either really, really good or really crappy. Yeah. And if it's making you feel crappy, why? So what else is going on? So that's where you, you were like, focus, okay, I'm having gut issues. What's causing the gut issues. I've never had food sensitivities, by the way, what were the three foods that you were able to consume?
0: salmon, uh, watermelon and greek yogurt. Like those are the ones that were not causing any issues.
1: <laughs> wow, wow. You know, for all the years that I competed in fitness shows, like I cannot eat sweet potatoes and broccoli at the same time just because I ate them for so long. They don't make me sick, but I cannot stomach Brussels sprouts. That's just one food. I it's just too hard. I don't I don't know how people can do it. So high in fiber, right? I literally have to keel over. I can't eat it. And um sometimes broccoli does that to me. So the two of you came together um while you were both kind of, if I can say so, figuring out your purpose, your greater purpose, right? Because you have incredibly impressive backgrounds to start a business. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it was really it as Anissa said, she said it so well. And I was in that same position where I was like, you know, we have a set number of hours to live or days to live in this world. And if we're not, you know, we're both extremely hard workers, we're extremely passionate. And we're like, we believe in this whole food as medicine and in wanting to help people number one, live happier lives. And to us, because we're constantly dealing with these food issues, we're like, that means a healthier life and, and a life where we can enjoy food. Um yeah. and, and so it, you know, we're here for that num- for a set number of hours, like we have to dedicate our lives to that mission. Um And yeah. We, yeah, we had that entrepreneurial bug, you know, entrepreneurship runs in our family and we're like, we need to start something that where we can, you know, dedicate our lives to that and to helping people um, that, that have the same issues as us with, with the bloating and the gut
1: health issues and food. Right. And just eating something that makes you feel good. Not that it's the only food you're going to eat. Um, but when you do eat that food that you feel good afterwards, and it's doing something good for you, not only is it making you feel better brain and body, because we know those two are so connected. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, realizing that what you are putting in your body can make you feel good and taste good at the same time. You know, so many people think that eating healthy means bland foods. You know, I've been training women for over 33 years and whenever we would talk about cleaning up their diet, they would complain that it would be too boring, et cetera. And what people don't understand is that food doesn't have to be boring. I personally eat very boring because I'm a terrible cook Um, and I'm okay (laughs) with it. So But it's so important that it can be exciting. And I think you're also saying that you don't live to eat, you eat to live.
2: We're we're exactly we're huge foodies and we're all about, you know, we can we can disregard it doesn't have to be greens on a plate, as you're saying. and we right we showing like our friends and our family, a passion of mine is is baking and making food for my friends and family and making it something, you know, taking something that's traditionally unhealthy and then using superfood ingredients and you know all these ingredients that people are unaware of that are really good for you that actually you know, taste better than the unhealthy thing and and make you feel better too.
1: yeah. Uh,
2: so so that was a huge connection. For us. And that's what really led to days off bites, launching days off. So, you know, we're an upgraded, we call ourselves upgraded dark chocolate bites. We're super food bites. And we're starting with dark chocolate because it's something that we love. You know, I can't go a day without eating dark chocolate. It's so
1: good, everybody. Thank it's here. so, so good.
2: Thank you so much. Um, and it's something that's inherently, you know, healthy and, and that you can have fun with as, as a recipe creator. Me, I'm the one who created the recipes for days off. Um, I got really excited about all these ingredients I can use, you know, seeds and adaptogens, which we can get into, you know, these herbs that are just so powerful, so good for you that you can mix into the chocolate um, just to have that added benefit of indulging your sweet tooth, but also getting
1: these, these health benefits. So let's start back here a little bit cuz I don't want to get past I want to tell everybody the whole story. So you have this 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 revelation, you have this purpose. How does it get to who thought of the idea, "Hey, let's start a company and let's make chocolate?"
2: Yeah. So, so it was during COVID um, okay. that we had this time to think. And I think it was three summers ago, Anissa, correct me if I'm wrong, but when we were we were always brainstorming, you know, business ideas and we were like, we we knew. I knew I wanted to start a business. Anissa always knew she wanted to start a business. It's something that, again, runs in our family. Um, And I'm very
1: impatient. Anissa can attest to it. I have, you know... Is Anissa more patient? You're the impatient one. You can't be the
2: same. Okay. Anissa (laughs) is the most patient person in the
1: world. And I am probably... I'm like like you, Joanna.
2: Yeah. like I have an idea and
1: I have to like go all in and I have to Mm -hmm. act on it. So... Are you the oldest? I'm the middle. (laughs) Oh, you're the oldest yeah, yeah. This is okay. and then oh, there's another our, one
2: we have a younger sister and she's like our glorified uh, forced into modeling for days off she's all oh, like okay okay
1: good okay
2: <laughs> um but she's like our little marketing guru love it so the gen Zer <laughs> so um so it was three summers ago I think where Anissa was kind of like Joanna you love chocolate like why don't you just start you know experimenting with chocolate recipes so I go back home from the summer and I'm like, in my house, you know, it's COVID still, we're all kind of, New York was in an interesting place where it wasn't on lockdown anymore, but people weren't really going outside. And I had all this free time. So I start ordering, you know, superfood ingredients that I had ideated. I was like, oh, I want to think about how like quinoa crunchies will, will be in a chocolate instead of, you know, like puffed rice bran that's in a crunch bar, you know, and, and all these adaptogens I had in my head that I would want to include in a superfood dark chocolate. Explain what an adaptogen is. Yes. Okay. An adaptogen is really just a fancy word for an herb that has added health benefits. Um, It adapts to what your body needs in that moment. So an example of an adaptogen is ashwagandha. It comes from a plant um, and it adapts to your cortisol levels. So your cortisol stress levels are either high or low throughout the day, you know, they're, they're raised or lower depending on what's going on in your day and adding ashwagandha into your daily, um, regimen can help balance those levels. So there are a lot of other herbs that when you take daily, um, they balance, you know, your stress levels, your hormone levels, um, anything that you need to, to have your body
1: more in a state of balance. And I think that's so important because I talk about that a lot and by the, you know, with food as being the thing that can keep your blood glucose levels steady all day long. So it's great to hear somebody in your generation talking about how important it is to keep your blood glucose levels so your cortisol levels aren't going up and down all day because that's very, very unhealthy.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and those glucose levels we can dive into as well. It was very important to me to create a snack that doesn't spike your glucose levels. Um, and that's where, you know, some of the nuts come into play in our, in our recipe
1: and, you know, a chocolate that doesn't spike your sugar levels. Because- and it, uh, and a, what, how, how much a part of this cooking and creating were you, or were you just sort of the business side. Not that Joanna's not, but.
0: No, I was the support system. During okay. Okay. The okay. I emotional support. So <laughs> the rest of together, I'm not someone who goes into the kitchen. I don't know anything about this. Um, she knew like from the moment that we decided it would be chocolate or that she decided it would be chocolate that like she ran with it. And like, she knew exactly what flavor she wanted to make. She knew exactly what type of ingredients she wanted to put in there. So um, I was helping out with anything that I could that had nothing to do with the recipe.
1: <laughs> and at the time, because it was that COVID, we didn't know what was going on next. Did you feel, let's just go for it. Like we have nothing to lose. We have everything to gain. I think a lot of people at that time felt that way, not to go back three years already, two and a half years. But, but I mean, it was sort of like a panicky feeling. You knew that you had the background to start a business but you're like let's do it let's do something that makes us feel good maybe it's now time to step into this higher power this higher purpose that we feel we both have exactly was- and health was so important taking care of our mental health at such a scary time i'm sure was it sounds like from what i know of the two of you that it was uh, you know it was a priority exactly
0: it was Joanna was really questioning it for a bit. Like she wanted to launch a product for a while, even before she became a health coach, integrative health coach. And then once she became that and she had clients, she was like, Okay, like how can I make it actionable for them to be healthier? And then she was like, I really want to launch a product. I want to like make this as easy as possible for them. And we had like many conversations with our mom, with our younger sister, and it was just trying to encourage her to like take that next step of like, okay. It's covid time like anything goes just go for it now like now
2: yeah. okay. it was, That's yeah. it it had started for me when I started it it was a passion project it, I was doing it on the side of work um I was experimenting with chocolate recipes I was putting them in jars in the New York City and I was literally like sharing them with friends and family on my Instagram account Strangers started DMing me, and I was literally like packing up these chocolates and dropping them off to strangers' houses who would (laughs) Venmo me. You know, it was very grassroots. (laughs) Um, That's the way it starts. That's the way it starts. It was very natural, and I didn't see it as a full business yet. But then it got to a point where. I was no longer able to focus on my actual work and I was doing this hundred percent of my time.
1: Wow.
2: Um, and then I was like, okay, hold on. There's a business here. You know, I've always wanted to launch my own business. I always wanted to create a product. I'm a creative person um, and help make health actionable for other people. And so that's where then like I sat down and I was like, okay, I'm going all in on this. And then Anissa, luckily, you know, she's my best friend and she's my sister. And she was there the whole time in such a supportive role that it just made sense for us to come together as partners, um, really take a step back, look at, you know, how do we build the foundation of this business and then go all in about over a year and a half ago now. Um, And that's where we were like, okay, we're going to go all in on this. We're going to dedicate 100 percent of our time and energy to this and really try to um, build a brand that consumers like us could trust because for us, like we walk into grocery stores and our our favorite hobby is to go into grocery stores and look at what new brands there are, you know, like what their ingredient labels look like. Are they actually clean label? Because that's a, you know, very big term these days. Um, And it's not only, it's not always, you know, as clean as the brands claim to be. And so for us, we wanted to create a brand that people like
1: us could know and trust. And you know what's interesting is that consumers are so much more educated now that you really can't pull the wool over their eyes, nor would you want to, Um, whereas so different 20, 30 years ago. Um, But still, people... I don't think as many people as we, as they should, should be reading the labels, you know, reading the labels and seeing those clean ingredients are so important to your health now. And for the future, you're being proactive right now. So you feel better when you're my age and older.
2: Exactly. Because
1: yeah. If you're, if you're eating all that crap when you're younger, you're going to feel really crappy when you get older.
2: Exactly. We always say it's like, it's an investment into your future, like your short term health of, you know, not feeling that bloating and that sugar crash, but also your long-term health. Um, and so that's why even, you know, with health foods on, on the business and like health foods tend to be more expensive than unhealthy foods, but we right. want consumers to question that, you know, it's like, yes. we should be questioning why is that your this whole, your whole podcast is fearlessly authentic. And it's like, Why, you know, why are these unhealthy foods so much cheaper? You know, what am I sacrificing here? And you're, you're, you're really sacrificing your health
1: there. You are, and um, it should be available to everybody. And again, that's why I love what you are both doing because you are, you've created something that is making people feel good. So let's get down and dirty into the ingredients and why you chose those ingredients and, um you know, why it should make people feel good, why it tastes good and why it makes you feel good.
2: Yeah. So, so the ingredients are, are the star of the show of this whole, this whole business. And I'm very proud of them. They're all starting as a base. They're all 100% organic. They're, they're ethically sourced, which was very important to us. Um, and, and they're all 100% organic, meaning so explain that-
1: explain ethically sourced. I understand what that means, but for the audience, what does that mean? Sure
2: it means they're fair trade. So with chocolate actually a huge issue is the farming practices. Um cacao has really poor farming practices. So finding, you know, small farms that that are fair trade meaning that they treat their, you know, their workers well, they're raising the cacao in a healthy environment and that's where organic comes in. They're not using pesticides and chemicals to, you know, hasten the cacao's growth or or make sure that um
1: and what is cacao?
2: Yeah. I cacao. mean so oh, cacao is is the primary ingredient to chocolate, to dark chocolate. It's it's the number one. It's it's the cacao plant where cocoa butter and cacao the what makes up chocolate comes from.
1: Yeah, I think that you know we've seen a big rise of people talking about cacao in the last 5-10 years. Yeah. But I think a lot of people still don't know what it is, is it good for oh, you? How do yeah. I get it? How do I consume it? Right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's actually the healthiest plant in the world, and I say that because it has the highest number of antioxidants than any other plant in the world. And I did not has, know
1: that. Yeah,
2: it, it's the number one, the highest number of antioxidants, and and for we also use the term antioxidants a lot, but people right. don't actually know what does that mean. Antioxidant, is literally like antioxidation, right. and and that's what leads to aging when you when your cells oxidize. Right. Um, So, so antioxidants are the best thing for kind of reversing that, that aging process.
1: Right. Like blueberries, strawberries, any kind of berries. Those are antioxidants. Um, They have antioxidants in them. Um, Okay. So you start, you get, you get the, the ingredients. Exactly.
0: We go. you were saying they were organic, fair trade, but it's also important to include that they're also dairy free. Because dairy is very inflammatory. Yes. We have issues with dairy, Joanna and I. So like that was really important to her to include that. Um, they're also gluten-free. Another thing that's inflammatory to most of us. Um, and they're paleo because of the sugar
1: content. So low sugar, dairy-free, gluten-free. And refined sugar-free. Uh, refined sugar-free. Refined sugar <laughs> Those are all amazing. That That's like, that's and they taste good.
2: Yeah. It's and they, and they, that was the yeah. goal. It's free of everything you don't want, everything that gives you that sluggish feeling or that, that sense of physical and emotional guilt after you indulge your sweet
1: tooth. Right. And also what chocolate does is it raises your sugar levels so high. So if you're going to eat like a bag of, I don't know, M&Ms, which used to be my favorite back in the day, and it would shoot your, your blood glucose levels way to the top. And then you come crashing down. You won't have that crash with your
2: Exactly. And, and what was so exciting to us, actually, when we launched was we had a lot of diabetic customers coming to us and saying, you know, we wow. love your snack and they're actually monitoring, you know, daily their glucose levels. And they're saying, when I eat your chocolates, my glucose levels do not spike. And that's amazing. yeah, that's incredible for us. And then even moms come to us and they're giving our chocolates to their kids. I mean, their kids are asking for it. One of my favorite customers. Oh, cute. Yeah. Is that a mom gave her, her four-year-old daughter our chocolates and she wanted our chocolates over caramel MMs? which, you know, look
1: at that. You're starting a revolution here. That.
2: That's like, that's the crux of everything we're doing. We're like, if we can change eating habits and children from a young age where they're actively choosing the healthier option, that's like, that's going to be life-changing for that kid and for the mom to not deal with the sugar high and the sugar crash. Um, but but what it really comes down to is the fact that, yeah, there's balanced ingredients in there. There's protein, fat, and natural sources of sugar from maple and raw maple and coconut sugar um, that do not spike the glucose levels, um, yeah it still tastes good. You know, if if a four-year-old is choosing it over the M&Ms, I think that's all we need.
1: So what are you doing? Are you in your, your home and just stirring around this big pot of different ingredients like What happened? Like, and you tasted, tested out, decided on what flavors?
2: Yeah, so so we came to six flavors that we have now we can get into. Um, I created all of them in my own kitchen, and I was, I guess, taste testing them during this grassroots period where I had customers in New York that I was literally dropping off the chocolates to. Um, And then when it got to a place where I I couldn't meet demand anymore, physically, I was working day and night to make these chocolates and I couldn't fulfill the orders. Uh, That's when Anissa and I, you know, we called and spoke with hundreds of factories around the U.S. um, And we knew we had to start moving to a co-manufacturer. So that's where we found, you know, a little family owned chocolate factory. Wow. And yeah, we did taste testing with them. It's, it's, it's a totally different business to go from doing it in your own home, in your own kitchen, to then going into a factory, um, scaling that recipe. And that's where my, I guess my business background came in because I had been working with young food tech companies on the venture side to help them scale from small kitchen to co-manufacture. And so that's where we were calling hundreds of factories. We found the right one. We did tests with them, you know, there were a lot that failed and then finally we landed on the right one. Um and and now we have a co-manufacturer that we work with. Um and and we're shipping yeah, straight from our warehouse.
1: When as you're telling this story and Anessa as, as you're listening to your sister tell this story, does it kind of blow your mind that you 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 did this?
0: Yes it does. it's actually so funny because there are so many stages to coming to even deciding to go with a co-manufacturer like that we weren't fully settled on that from the get go when we decided jo- it was too much for Joanna to just do it out of the kitchen we were looking into like kitchens in New York where we like rent a kitchen this you know there are so many decisions that we made that like right now in hindsight seem like oh like obviously we made those decisions but at the time it's like, there are many ways to go. So, and there is no right or wrong, but it, it, we ended up where we are today and it's like working for now. So it's very cool. And it's been such a, it seems like a lifetime. It feels like a lifetime when you're in it, but it's only been a year and a half, which is
1: crazy to me. Too. Well, even when I first started talking to you way back in December of 2021, I think it was.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And
1: you've, it, it, you've just come so far.
2: Yeah. It, it, it's so funny because when we're in the day to day, we're always like, we need to go faster. You know, this is right. where my impatient personality comes. Same way. Same way. We need to get so much more done. Like we have a list of things we want to get done, but then you're right. When, when we are reminded and it's a helps remind me, you know, to take a step back and look at what we've done so far and how far we've come. It is, it is pretty incredible, you know, to see our products.
1: Yeah, for sure. In the world. So, that must have been very hard for you as the creator of all of these different recipes to you said you changed the recipes obviously to go to the factories and so on but you must have been so nervous like how is it going to come out are they going is it going to taste as good as it tastes as as the way I'm making it at home right I mean there's I'm sure there was some fear there's always some fear but you've got to let it go
2: it, it kept me up at night. I remember yeah. that time period. There were months that were going by where we were doing all of these trials, and it's also scary because we didn't bring this up yet, but we're we're completely self financed. Um, you know, when we said we're going all in on this, we said we want to go all in. We're gonna, you know take a break from our our real full-time jobs and and put everything we have into this. And that included our own finances. And that was a really scary leap. And every time we were doing these trial runs with these factories, you know, they have to be big enough for the factory to, to even do it. Um, And that's there's cost of ingredients that go into that there's cost of labor and of production. And those are all things that you have to, you know, keep, Keep in yeah, mind. So your
1: expenses went from this to all the way up to here, and you're like, exactly. you did not want to, you didn't want any extra funding. You wanted to keep it between the two of you. You were going to fund this yourself.
2: We we wanted a proof of concept because on the venture arm, I, I had been investing in seed stage companies, which was what we we were pre seed, um, and and I've seen many companies kind of make the mistake of of jumping into funding too quickly. For me, it was really important and, and for Anissa too, to prove that we have, you know, we have a real business here and right. see how far we can get on our own, like without, without raising the millions of dollars. It was funny. I I was very lucky that I had investors that I had worked with for so long that were calling me every day saying, you know, when can we invest? When can we invest? Wow. Which was, and it was really hard to turn down. Uh, there were very real offers. It's and we- <laughs> we're like, hey, oh man. We kept turning it down. We wanted, you know, a key pillar for us in this business is remaining true to ourselves and remaining true to the ingredients are everything, the ingredients and what we do. So we didn't want to have to report to someone saying, you know, in order to cut costs, we're going to cut, you know, our values here and there when it comes right. to ingredients, it's we we need to, you know, pay the price for the more expensive, healthier, organic, fair trade ingredients stay true to what this business is and see how far we can get on in this bootstrapping method of you know doing as much as we can for as little as we can
1: right no that makes sense and i i give you props for for sticking to that because i think a lot of people would go right to the funding and i I've, I've i've interviewed enough people to know that a lot of them have gone they go right to funding so but there's this wonderful feeling of something that you've created and it's yours it's yours, and you and you're running it the way you want to run. So, what are the five different flavors you have, and explain to everybody what's in them?
2: And it's said, do you want to go? go ahead, go ahead. okay. so so we have six flavors. I'll start with our three base flavors. Um, we call them simple and sweet. So one is midnight magic. And that's really just a fun term that we use for our superfood based dark chocolate. It's a smooth, dark chocolate bite. Um, they are these circular bites kind of in the shape of a bigger, like a peanut filled M&M. And that one is just your, your simple, you know, dark chocolate. There's a bit of salt in there. So it has that kick. Um, It's really good. And it's like came up with the name midnight magic because again, this all comes down to like having fun with health. We think health, Sometimes take them to health food companies, take themselves too seriously sometimes. And we want to be fun. We want to appeal to every age, every color, you know. Um, Our second.
0: We have to have them at nighttime, which I think like that name kind of
1: backfired on us a little bit. Right, because if you have them at midnight, you're going to be up all night, right? Dark chocolate.
2: Yeah, a lot of people take it as like a midnight snack. We're like, no, you can enjoy it at any time of day. Yeah, probably earlier than midnight. Right. Um, So lots of learning lessons along (laughs) the way. (laughs) Um, Our second flavor is almond butter crunch. So that's literally just a dark almond butter crunch flavor. The crunch comes from puffed quinoa. It's gluten-free. I think I
1: really like that one.
2: Yeah, that's a top seller and and it's sprouted almond butter that's mixed in there. So that's what kind of makes this dark chocolate very creamy and soft Mm -hmm. and still bitter, but, but not as bitter as your typical dark chocolate. Um, people love that one. And then the third one is called milky mix. And so it's literally tastes like a milk crunch bar, except healthier. Again, there's sprouted almond butter in there. There's that quinoa crunch and, and it's, then it's not like actual milk. Right. It, it's we a, say that again.
0: It's vegan milk. It's not dairy milk. Just so, so we we write it with a Y, milky, like M Y L K Y. Okay. So it's a little bit
1: more intuitive that it's right it's, because all the products are dairy free.
2: Right, all vegan okay. and all dairy free. Um, and then our three elevated flavors or infused flavors. That's where the adaptogens come into play. So there's one called Zen Zone. Which has the same flavor. Yeah. It has the same flavor as almond butter crunch. So it has that sprouted almond butter and the crunch. Um, but it has ashwagandha added into it, which mm-hmm. is why we called it Zenzum. So it's kind of like a, a flavor for your mood. If you want to feel less stressed, more calm. Yeah,
1: that one's really good. Really, really yeah. good. Yeah. 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 My husband liked them too. He was putting them in his coffee. Like he put one in his coffee. Is that cute?
2: Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. We love hearing like when people get creative with the chocolate. Yeah, Um, and then our our second infused flavor is called Energize Me, and that's a coffee crunch. So it's again a dark chocolate with that crunch, and it tastes like kind of like a dark mocha, you know, chocolate. Um, And there's lion's mane, cordyceps, and reishi in there. So these are adaptogens. Again, they're also called nootropics. They Mm -hmm. come from mushrooms. Um, they're not shrooms, you know, right. they're just the herbal side of it. And they naturally increase your energy levels. Um, so that's yeah. Lion's main cordyceps and reishi. So that's a really popular flavor as well. Um, if you like a coffee crunch, you know, that's my favorite flavor. <laughs> I
1: love, I love how you made it crunchy Yeah, without, like with it that. being healthy, because I, I don't know. I, I, when I was eating it, I, I, I didn't understand how it could be crunchy without something the quote unquote bad in it, you know? Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, it's that quinoa puff. It's, yeah. It's a magical, it's like a protein and fiber all in one. And it's just, it's hundred percent just quinoa, just crunchy quinoa. Um, and then, and then our last flavor, our sixth flavor is cocoa for collagen, And so that's a collagen infused, that's a smooth, dark chocolate. So similar to our midnight magic, um, but has added benefits of a vegan collagen infused into it. So not many people know this, but after you turn 21, every year you lose, you lose what percentage? You lose a a large amount of collagen as you get older. Um, And so collagen is really good for your hair, skin and nails, but it's also just good for your, over. it's a protein actually. Um that people aren't aware of and, and it's good for your overall health.
1: So in our yeah, So as we're getting older, we lose collagen, which is why you know, so many women are looking for things to have collagen in them. Exactly. Because at 62, I've lost a lot of collagen. Um, but it does. It starts going evaporating from your body at the age yeah. of 21, just That's boom, boom, boom. Stay out of the sun too. That's my little point about staying out of the sun because the sun will break down your collagen. Right.
0: Right yeah it's so important for your bones and joints which like um as you get older like now I'm in my 30s and immediately I feel it. I feel the change in like my muscles, my bones, like everything. If I if I'm not stretching daily, like I feel cramping in places that I shouldn't be feeling,
1: like <laughs> you know. Right, right. Yeah, there's a big difference when you turn 30 also.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so our whole, like, if you can tell our whole purpose with our snacks also is, and with our chocolates is to educate, like subconsciously, you know, educate consumers on how food can affect your mood and, and your, your day-to-day health, your long-term health, and how making these little adjustments, like adding these little superfoods into your daily regimen can really, really help in the long-term.
1: I I really hope that everybody hears what you're just saying about the food, because we can keep saying that until we are red in the face, blue in the face, red in the face. I think it's blue. Maybe it's blue in the face. Um, but it really is, we, as we said at the beginning of the show, you are going to feel differently and better if you eat the foods that make you feel good. And this is just one way to have a healthy snack. Cause you can't just live on your chocolates, you know, let's make that clear. I mean, as much as you guys would like that, but you can't live on the chocolates, but it's a great healthy snack and it's just good for your body. And I I'm sure that, you know, the, the feedback you're getting is incredible about what you're doing.
2: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we we've been overwhelmed and it it still excites us to this day. Every time we get, you know, feedback from a new customer or longtime customers of just how, you know, how much they enjoy the chocolates, that's really exciting to us. But as you said, our long term mission, you know, it's not just about chocolate. It's about it's about really changing, you know, food habits and daily food habits and showing that, you know, food can really make you feel good. And it doesn't have to stop. You don't have to sacrifice
1: taste for help. And so many people think that they need to. Yeah.
2: So what's next?
1: What's next?
2: So Anissa and I, you know, we we started this. This is a fully direct to consumer company. Um, aside from a few small boutique retailers that we're with here in New York City, you know, you go to our website, you order chocolates, they arrive to you next day. What's next for us is to really take these chocolates to retail um, around the U S you know, to grow the company. And, and that's a huge next step. Um, right. If you're not familiar with distribution and retail, it's a whole other animal. So that's exactly what Anissa and I are, are learning about now and focusing on. Um, and that would probably require, you know, a larger capital investment. Um, but we'd love to get our chocolates, you know, into your your neighborhood retailer so that right. you can go and, you know, take them off the shelf and bring them home with you. You don't have to order them online only. Um, and then long term, we'd love to expand into different snack categories. You know, this isn't just about healthier chocolate. I knew you were going to say
1: that. I yeah. knew it. I knew it. I knew it. All right. So tell me a little bit about this. Healthier snacks. We want to
2: make healthier salty snacks. We want to make healthier other forms of sweet snacks. There's so many things that we have on our agenda uh, that everyone will have to stay tuned for but very excited about that too we
0: have to practice the art of patience with all of this <laughs> because there's so much that we want to do but it's like even in the chocolate category there's oh. so many other flavors and ingredients that joanna can play with and like incorporate that's really important to us to expose because including the adaptogens isn't just for the sake of including them it's also to educate people on like what does, uh, what is an adaptogen? What is right. an, like, what does it mean to like include these little ing- uh, things that like ingredients that you wouldn't really know about beforehand, but like that can actually help you with your health on a daily basis. And it can be made in a very simple, easy way to, to include in, in your day-to-day. Uh,
1: yeah. I love, I love the education. That's so important for everybody to understand.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So we, we always self-check a little bit and not getting too ahead of ourselves and trying to like be patient with like first, with the six flavors going into retail and then like next steps with, within the chocolate category and beyond. So I think that's like the hardest part of being the entrepreneur is like, you know, what your long-term goals are or what like the bigger goals are um, or how much you want to expand. But it's like trying to put that into, into the short term and then longer term projections and really making a plan out of that.
1: (laughs) Right. So uh, to, to tag on to what you're saying as an entrepreneur, what kind of advice would you give any young entrepreneur or I guess really at any age, somebody who's starting their business what is the one piece of advice you would give them when they want to start a business? They have an idea. Where do you go from there? That's a great question. (laughs) I I know I didn't tell you I was going to ask you that question.
0: (laughs) There's so many pieces of advice. I think number one, if it's something that you're obsessed with, you're passionate about, like you don't have to know everything. You're going to learn so much on the go um so just be open to self-educating speaking with as many people as possible who do know um what you don't know and just learn 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 and then you can implement and then don't be afraid once you implement for it not to go the way you want it to go because it won't it won't <laughs> and you have to feel very okay with it not going that way let go of it and try again
1: Yeah. Let the the ego go off to the side because you need to learn and you need to learn from people who've gone through it, right?
0: Exactly. And be okay with it not going your way and like knowing that that's part of the process and it's okay. And you just learn from those missteps.
1: Great advice. Joanna?
2: I was just going to add to that. It's it's getting comfortable with failure from the offset. And mm-hmm. I like to rephrase failure as Anissa just said, really like missteps or not even missteps, but learning lessons. So, mm-hmm. so really, really meditating over failure equals learning lesson. Now, how do I pivot? How do I adjust and change and, you know, improve? Yeah.
1: Fear fear is such a big thing in anything that we do, anything that feels new, whether it's a business or a relationship or anything, friendship, intimate relationship. We always have that fear of rejection, of failure, fear of failure. And in starting a business, I've talked to so many entrepreneurs that I know that you can't fear the failure. You have to keep the right mindset. And I think that's sometimes very hard. And the patients, so you guys really complement each other very much, and that's in that way too, which is nice that you have each other to lean on, not as best friends but as sisters.
2: Yeah, we really do. I always say, I think I really commend um, entrepreneurs who go off and do this fully alone. I mean, I'm sure every entrepreneur I think has you know their support system, but really making sure you do have a support system is so important. And I think having a co-founder for me, having my sister and my best friend as a co-founder is the greatest gift because getting through every day, getting through every failure, I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't think I would be able to do it without her by my side. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's it
0: works right. both ways. It works uh, both ways, but there are highs and lows. So <laughs> on top, uh, I feel so much better. Say that again. The highs just feel so much better when we're in it together. Um, so it, it's it's been a great journey
1: so far. I love, I love that. That's very sweet. Um, I'm sure that your parents are very, very proud of you.
0: <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah, we're very lucky.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we only have a few minutes left. I knew the time was going to fly. Um, <laughs> Anissa, what does it mean for you to live a fearlessly authentic life? To be fearlessly authentic.
0: Yeah, I think it goes back to what I said earlier when I was in the earlier parts of my career, like figuring out what I wanted to do and the next steps and like just reflecting on what is my greater mission? What actually means, uh, what what is meaningful to me? Um, and so living a life with meaning and purpose um, and continuing to self-reflect and being like the most authentic part of yourself, even if you know that maybe your your family members or your friends or society is not projecting that on you or like they want something else from you or they want you to be someone else um just fighting that and just being you
1: beautiful is hard. <laughs> it is hard it, it yeah. is hard and joanna what does it mean to you to be fearlessly authentic
2: yeah anissa hit the nail on the head i i would i would add to that. I would say, you know, we have, I'm, I'm always, I've always been hyper conscious of the fact that we have one life to live. So, you know, you better live it your hardest and your truest. There's, there's no one else in this world in history or in the future who will be you, you know, so you have to be so true to yourself. Um, And, When starting this company, there was a lot of fear that came with it. And one of the biggest fears I had was judgment from my community. Mm. You know, I was coming from the venture capital world, and now I was stepping into a new role as a founder. It was was a very different, you know, role and different career path to take. Um, And so letting go of the ego, um, believing in, you know, I have this one mission. This is the one mission, as Anissa said that I want to dedicate my life to and and I truly believe in it. I want to help people live happier lives and healthier lives and and going all in on that without without the fear, without the fear of judgment, without the fear of, you know, being unconventional because that's what you're here for, right? That's what we're all here for.
1: Absolutely, and the joy in which both of you speak is, you know, very contagious and I know that this is going to inspire and motivate a lot of men and women who are thinking about, hey, I hate this job, or this isn't fulfilling me. This isn't, this doesn't feel purposeful. And I think so many people, I don't know if it was because of COVID or whatever, maybe that was the thing, hate to go back there and think about that, but that it's time to reflect because we do only have this one life. And the older we get, the more the the more we realize how much time goes by so fast. And if we're not making a mark, leaving a legacy and, and living our most fulfilling lives, being fearlessly authentic. Then, like I said, at the beginning of the show, what are we here for? Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so, I, I'm, I'm so happy we were able to make this happen. I got the two of you, you're in different countries, but that's okay. I got you here. <laughs> I finally <laughs> got you here to tell your story. And, um, thank you so, so much. How can people find your products?
2: Yeah, I would say um go to daysoffbites.com or on Instagram we're at @daysoffbites. And yeah, definitely Anissa and I are the ones who run the Instagram account. We run everything. So DM us message us a hello. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, great. Um and Thank
0: you so much, Jody. This has been like very, very it, this has been amazing and your warmth is infectious too. And we love your positive energy and we love that you're all
1: about fear, being fearlessly authentic. Thank yeah. you. Right. Thank you. That means so much to me. And I'm I'm so glad we fell upon. I don't even remember how we met, but I'm so glad that we we did me and to to be in touch with you and to see you guys grow. And everybody, their chocolates are delicious. I have tried every single one of them and yeah. I need to reorder. I'm to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not pay me to say that. I would not eat. You know, a lot of people send me products and there are a lot of products I don't ever use and mm-hmm. never talk about. So um, these products are great. Everything um, is delicious. They taste good, they feel good. And, um, and I, I'm just so happy for your success and honored to have you on the show. And thank you for joining me.
2: Thank you so much, Jody. And
1: and for everybody, so check out Days Off Bites. And until next week, uh, go live your most fearlessly authentic week. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everyone.
2: Thank you. Bye.
1: Thank you so much.
2: Thank you for tuning in this week to
0: Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful
2: you.